You're listening to the Shed Some Light Podcast, where the beers are kept cold and the conversation is always flowing. Coming to you live, it's Michael and Jack. Sit back, relax, and grab a cold one. It's time to get started. Ka-chow! That was so fast. Shed some light, episode 161. Coming your way on a Friday. And happy opening day for the White Sox and all White Sox fans out there. Let's go. Yesterday was opening day for some other teams. So shout out to them, I guess. But uh, I think opening day should be the same for all teams. I know. Every team should play on the same day. And I get it that it doesn't happen like that in other sports, but for baseball, it just feels like one where like everybody fucking should play on the same day. I I feel like yesterday was like your your soft opening day, and then today's like grand opening day. Yeah, it's like the uh, yesterday was a taste test at Costco. Yeah, like it's not the actual meal, but like you can see what you're gonna get, you know. Granted, that's a very uh, team centric take there because, I mean. I, I'm very happy that baseball's back. I enjoy watching baseball, but I'm really in it for the White Sox. And you're going to hear that later because we're going to be talking a lot of baseball. And I came to realize today my baseball knowledge is very low. Well, no, it's a very top heavy. Nope, it's deep and not wide. I can tell you a lot about one one little yeah. hole that I'm digging. One yeah, hole with top, the White yeah, Sox. Yeah, you're top heavy. The width. Talk anyone else in the major leagues, any other teams, I am clueless. Oh, well, this is going to be great because then it's going to be me talking for about 20 minutes here. Well, no, I uh, I got, I, I did some thinking. I looked I at some go- rosters. I Googled MLB predictions before this. I looked at some rosters. I was like, um, who do I know? Who do I know? And uh, I would, I would love to see, like, obviously wouldn't do this on air, but just to like go through one like a f- like every roster in the MLB and see the percentage of players you actually are like yeah I know that guy. Oh, if you're not an all-star and you especially if you're in the National League, I don't know you. I think I could name a good amount. Well, yeah, but you play MLB the show like all the time. Exactly. I'm grinding out here, baby. Yeah. I'm getting my White Sox franchise to the World Series. I can give I'm you- being what Jerry Reinsdorf wishes he could be. <laughs> I could give you the AL Central. I could give you an a, a, an okay amount of other AL roster spots. And the NL, like, I could probably get the All-Stars, maybe. See, I think you can get, like, 75% of the AL Central. Yeah. And then you can get the All-Stars of the American League. Which probably. is, like, two to three per team. Yep. And then other than that, you have no fucking clue who any of these guys are. Absolutely. And then National League, like, I would say there there are probably, I swear to God, there are probably some all-stars of the National League you don't know. Well, now I know Craig Kimbrell. Do you, do you know um, former National League, now in the American League, uh, Aaron Loop? Never heard of him. Exactly. 
National League, can, National League All-Star <laughs> closing pitcher. But I can tell you about a sophomore in high school who might commit to Notre Dame football. Yeah. <laughs> Good lord. Different areas of expertise. But that's why that's why we got the dynamics on the show here. For me, it's not even like I also don't think it's just MLB the show. Obviously, MLB the show helps, but I also like like. Most of my, I have like two sections of Twitter following, maybe two and a half, and <laughs> and the half, the half, are like my friends. The other two, uh, sports related, like uh, like beat reporters and people who like mm-hmm. will break news, mm-hmm. uh, and like people I think are really funny that I don't know, and yeah. that's about all I got on Twitter. Okay. I mean, I, I going back to the conversation, I consider the White Sox slash MLB to be your area of expertise. Yeah. I'd give soccer that as well. Even of, though we don't of, talk about soccer. Of things soccer. That, we re- that we frequently talk about. Yeah. Frequently talk about, yeah, MLB, definitely. Yeah. So... Do we want to just continue on with baseball talk? Do we want to come back to that? What are you feeling? It's up to you. I say we just knock it all out. Knock it out. Yeah. You want to give? You want to? Do you want to dive deep into the White Sox first, or do you want to dive deep into predictions and then into the White Sox? Let's do White Sox first. Okay. We'll go specific and then we'll generalize it out. Okay. Um, White Sox signed Johnny Cueto. I don't think we talked about that. Correct. Yeah. Uh, not on the opening day roster because he didn't get in time. He didn't get signed in time for spring training. Uh, so he's going to start in AAA, but I would assume be up very quickly uh, because our starting pitching staff is dog shit at the moment. Potential, great. Yeah. You have, right now, your starting pitching staff is that is not injured. It's Lucas Giolito, Dylan Cease, Michael Kopech, uh, Dallas Keuchel, and Vince Velasquez. Uh, you have two good starting pitchers, one that can be possibly great but hasn't been a starting pitcher in three years, and two that are pretty much dog shit. Can we uh, start this up now? Can we go? Can he go by Vinny Velasquez? I'm down. I'm down. Even if he doesn't like it, I'm down to call him that. I think, I mean, Vinny especially, v. especially on the south side, like, Vinny oh, v. we got v. Vinny on the bump today. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I like it. All right, all right, so we're good there. Yeah, pitching... Um, it was funny because within a matter, well, not funny, but within a matter of like what a week, it went from like an absolute juggernaut to like barely hanging on by a thread. Well, okay, no, I don't want to jump to that conclusion because of two things. One, our starting pitching staff was never an absolute juggernaut. That was what we needed to make the most improvement on this offseason, and we didn't do dog shit at that. Our bullpen is the juggernaut, and it still is a juggernaut. Even without Garrett Crochet. Our starting pitching was always the thing we needed to improve on. I mean, I feel like, and maybe this is just my lack of knowledge, most MLB teams' starting rotation is like, if you have three good pitchers, that's pretty good. Yeah, okay, but that's the thing. Ours falls off a fucking deep end where everyone else's slowly drips off. Like, dude, Dallas Keuchel throws fucking 
beach balls down the middle of the plate. They put on your flotation device and jump off. It ain't fucking good, dude. <laughs> like, it, dude, that would be actually, and this is going to say a lot about Dallas Keuchel at the moment for me. Again, I am not wishing the worst on Dallas Keuchel. I want Dallas Keuchel to be good. I want to make that very clear. But for the past year and a half, he's sucked unbelievable amounts of ass. And and let me tell you, want to know how much ass he's sucked? (laughs) If you made the argument that you could get a hit off Dallas Keuchel, I might believe you. That's how fucking much he's sucked. Wow. That's how much he sucked, dude. Because he he is he is a batting cage, dude. Like he just throws fucking seventy five mile an hour floaters into the middle of the zone. And that's it. There you go. There's my chance right there. Okay. But if we want to revisit this, <laughs> I said all star pitchers. Yeah, he he is he was an all star. Nope, not currently. Doesn't matter. No, yeah, it does. <laughs> I'm not playing this fucking semantics game, dude. I said current all-star pitchers. All-star and gold glover. Dallas Keuchel. Then there's me just banging down the first base line. Listen, I'm not saying I'm not saying you could get a hit. I'm just saying there's a possibility. Th- he'd be the one that I'd be like, you know what? I can't argue against that. Hey, there you go. Yeah. So that's that's my biggest problem is that we obviously Johnny Cueto's gonna help. Um and I hope that he's there immediately. Like, I hope, like, he spends one game in AAA and is like, right, fucking get him yeah. up there. Yeah. Um, because the thing with Lance Lynn is Lance Lynn's going to be out a month. A little bit more than a month. Yeah, I Til- saw six weeks. So he can start throwing in four off, like, bullpen in four and then come back probably in six. You just got to stay afloat. That's fine. Baseball's a long season. And my whole thing is that the bullpen is good enough to get us some of the wins that... He would have gotten us. Right. And especially, as as you were saying, with your starting pitching falling off the deep end there, once you get to the back end of that starting rotation, you can do, you can rely more heavily on the bullpen. Oh, yeah. I mean, the thing is, Dallas Keuchel, when he starts, or starts at the beginning of the season, should be a glorified bullpen game. Like, Dallas Keiko should get through maybe the first inning, hopefully the first inning, and then, like, starting to get into the second, you have Ronaldo Lopez in the pen warming up. Oh, I, I don't think I would pull him that fast. Dude, the thing with Dallas Keiko, and you, we've watched it last year, and if you didn't think this, you're a fucking idiot. When he starts to go downhill, there's no such thing as downhill for him. It's falling off a fucking cliff. He gives up two hits in a row, and it's fucking Game over, dude. Yeah, but you you can't. I I don't think you can consistently just start him for a single inning every time he goes out there. I'm telling you, it, again, it's a gate. It's a you know situation by situation basis. But like, you know, normally if it's you know say Gio or Cease that gives up you know a hit or two or a run or two in the first two innings, you're like, all right, you know, fucking they'll bounce back. Dallas Keuchel ain't bouncing back, dude. So he's got the shortest leash of them all. Yeah. And, and I'll be the one to say this, I'd rather have Ronaldo Lopez pitch. Hey, yo. At least Ronaldo Lopez, it's like, fucking, he may be awesome today. Dallas Keuchel, that's not even like a thought that process, that that like goes through my head. With Dallas Keuchel, it's like, please just don't suck enormous amounts of ass today. 
That's it. That's all I want. Ronaldo Lopez is like, we could get a fucking Cy Young performance out here, right? To, like today. So you want me to take the opposite end here? I'm gonna say that Dallas Keuchel will be mediocre. Like, like he's that's. But see, that's the problem. He's not gonna suck. That's the problem. That like you took the opposite end of Dallas Keuchel being like a fucking trash can, and you were like. I can't even say that he's going to be good this year. <laughs> I'm going to say that he's going to be mediocre, and that's a fucking problem. There, on, on every other World Series team, there's not a pitcher on that starting rotation that the fans are like, well, fucking hopefully he's mediocre this year. <laughs> like, that's just not a thing. Like, fucking sign somebody else with a little bit of potential. Yeah. I'm I'm sick of seeing fucking seventy eight mile an hour meatballs down the fucking middle. Like that ain't gonna fool a fucking high schooler, dude. And 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 Dallas Keuchel made his living on. He never threw fast, but he could always locate. In the past year and a half, he lost his ability to locate. So now you can't do either thing. It's normally you throw slow and you can locate. Or you can get by throwing absolute gas, but you just can't really locate, and you just hope that you can just beat the batter. Yep. When you can't do either of those things, you're not a good pitcher anymore. So I don't want to see Dallas Keuchel start a bunch. Again, hope he does better, but I just genuinely don't have a lot of faith in him. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. And I think... Like we talked about it, the, the starting pitching staff is the biggest question mark. Because I think the X factor for the White Sox this year is... Health? No, not even that. Like That, that aside, obviously. <laughs> but that's for everybody, you know? I'm talking like sports, like team-specific. Is when we get to a playoff series, I don't want to have the question of who starts Game 3. Yeah, yeah. Because that means our our starting pitching is nowhere fucking near what it should be. If we have to ask the question every single series, who starts game three, we're not that good at starting pitching. Yep. I don't want to have that question. I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's Kopech. I don't care if it's Cease. I don't care if it's Dallas Keuchel. If he's had that good of a fucking year, so be it. But I don't want to sit there and have to ask the question, who starts game three. Agreed. And we've done it the past two years. So I think the biggest X factor is starting pitching. And again, if fucking Dylan Cease gets the ball in game two because he's had that great of a year and Lance Lynn or Giolito starts game three, I don't care. Yeah. Like, I genuinely don't care what the rotation is as long as I'm not asking the question of who starts game three. Agreed. So I think that's the biggest X factor of, of can our starting pitching be that good? And I also don't care, like I said, if it's, Kopech who starts game three and it's Cease who starts game four it just needs by to be all means by yeah. that time of the year fucking figure it out by that time have a good enough rotation that you are fine with being like hey here's who i'm gonna give the ball to game three and there's not a doubt in my mind i think that's the biggest you know x factor for the white Sox. agreed because i think the offense is gonna do what the offense is gonna do like, I'm not worried about our fucking offense at all. They just better not go through those lulls like they've had in the past couple years where, like, it's like one game they'll put up, like, 13, and the next game it'll be they'll get goose egg. But th- I, I agree. I hope they don't do that. But at the same time, like, that's baseball, dude. 
I, I know, but that just happened. It seemed to happen so often. But that's because we watch 162 games, dude. Like, the Dodgers got fucking goose-egged last year. The fucking Braves got goose-egged. Everybody gets goose-egged. Everybody goes through those I'm, losing streaks. I'm not saying that I don't, like, every game you're expected to score points. I'm just saying, like, they would go through these these spurts where it was like the offense was either just absolutely on fire or no one could do a thing. And it'd be cool if, like, maybe they spread that out a little bit and just put up seven every game. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, trust me. I mean, yeah, obviously that's what everybody would like but i think that's just at the end of the day that's just baseball yeah like that's gonna happen to every team no matter how fucking good your team is they're gonna go through those spurts where it's like do we know how to swing a bat like are we looking at these pitches correctly i can't you know what i can't wait for and it's gonna happen i hope it doesn't happen but it's gonna happen because it happens every fucking year uh jose abreu's like first month where he doesn't like playing in a little bit of cold, and he oh, has yeah. a little bit of a lull, and then every Sox fan is like, fucking Jose Abreu sucks, and he's old, and he needs to retire, and fucking why'd we sign him? We should have got a different... We, he's taken away at-bats from Andrew Vaughn. Just wait. And then it's going to be like two months later, and we're like, fucking give him the MVP. Dude, <laughs> he's the best. Yeah. It's like this happens every year, and Sox fans just like have amnesia. And they're like, oh, he sucks. He's old. Get him out of here. It's like, dude, he's done this the past five years. Yep. Louis Roberts, still an absolute monster. Yeah, fucking MVP. Big time. AL MVP. Bet him now while you can. I'm ready to rock. Dylan C. Cy Young. (laughs) Yeah. There you go. Dude, that's that's my bold prediction. What's your, do you got a bold prediction? Uh, Luis Robert Ale MVP. I don't really think that's that bold of a prediction, though. He doesn't. He last time I looked, he was like the sixth highest odds. Yeah, Dylan Cease has better odds to win the Cy Young than Louis Bob, which is wild. Dylan Cease. That's because he is. All right. The biggest question for Dylan Cease is: Does he keep the mustache? Yes. And if he fucking does, I sure hope he does. Watch out the rest of the American League. Dylan <laughs> Chase is coming for blood. Also, real quick, before we get into, you know, kind of breaking down the rest of the baseball. We, so, uh, us two and, you know, our dad are going to White Sox home opener, Tuesday the 12th. Mm-hmm. Are we fully prepared to see Dallas Keuchel pitch that game? You know, I'm just going to be happy to be there. Like, dude, that that's actually what's gonna fucking happen. But the, at the same time, like, there's no way Labrusa gives that ball to Dallas Keuchel. You can't. I'd rather give a bullpen game and give it to Ronaldo Lopez. I sw- I swear to God. Sox yeah, fans, we'll Sox we'll fans do not like Dallas Keuchel. I know. And listen, I don't. Again, I don't hate him. I'm just telling think, it like it is. Yeah. I'm I'm just hoping for a good year for him. He seems like a really cool dude. Yes, hundred percent. I I hope the best for him. But at the moment, I'm gonna call it like I see it, and he sucks. So stop sucking, <laughs> and you'll be fucking loved. There you go. But until you until you stop sucking, you're gonna face the music. All right. So with that, with the White Sox talk out of the way here. Jack and I are going to be going through each division, giving our predictions, rankings, 
Not necessarily record-wise or anything like that. I'm not digging too deep into rosters either. I might dive a little bit deep into rosters that's, as to why I'm that, picking each one. That's fine. Um, my Do you want to go National League or American League let's first? Let's do National League first. All right. Pick a, pick a division. We're going East, Central, West okay. for both sides. Okay. Dude, East is tough. Because uh, East has a lot of good pieces, but I don't know if they have full teams. I I give me yours first and I'll go off that. Okay. So NL East. Mm-hmm. I think that there's going to be a lot of people riding the Braves. Okay. I am going to go a little bit off grain. Okay, I guess you first. Mets. The New York Metropolitans. Okay. Biggest thing for them is they are they're they're worse than the White Sox. Where, like, they're not healthy at all. Yeah. And they don't have a bullpen to save their fucking lives. But they got James McCann. True. They do have Jimmy. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I'm going Mets to finish first. Am I just rolling through my five? Yeah. Okay. I'm going Mets, Braves, Phillies, Marlins, Nats. Okay. I'm similar. Uh, I think I will ride the Braves train. Uh, just because I know they lost Freddie Freeman, but I do think that they got overall better from last year. Like, you lose Freddie Freeman, you get Matt Olson, who's a younger Freddie Freeman. Yeah. Uh, you get Ronald Acuna back from injury. You keep Eddie Rosario. You still have your whole middle infield. Um, you sign Kenley Jansen, so your bullpen's a little bit more established. So, like, I don't, I don't see any reason for them not to be that good this year. Um, and it was funny because the whole joke was that like the NL East was kind of like just a shit show last year. Um, but I, like I said, I don't see any reason to not put them first. Um, my, I guess hotter take is I got Phillies close in the second. Uh, their lineup is going to hit enormous amounts of home runs. I mean, you have Bryce Harper, Castellanos and Schwarber going like, three four five right there yeah i mean they're just gonna fucking hit the piss out of the baseball um their pitching staff their starting pitching staff is good with wheeler and nola like you have like two potential cy young candidates right there i think it kind of drops off there and in the bullpen is going to be a big question um but i still think their lineup is one of those things where it's good enough to outweigh that and then i'll go match three just because like I said they're like the White Sox on steroids. Like yeah. if they can just stay healthy, like Degrom's already out for at least a month, if not more. Scherzer like tweaked his hamstring. Like if they can stay healthy, they have a top, you know, rotation in baseball and a top lineup in baseball. They made a ton of signings. They got uh, Starling Marte, uh, Eduardo Escobar. They got a ton of people in the off season, so I think they're going to be really good. Um, Nationals and Marlins are just like a fucking crapshoot at four and five yeah. uh i'll go nats four marlins five just because i like juan soto and that's basically it like i just think juan soto is gonna like carry that team yeah that's fair um but yeah that's good that's i I'll, so overall i'll go braves one phillies two mets three nationals four marlins five okay so we got some variants there but we have the same five teams 
Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to the central. Am I just? I think this is fucking the most clear cut of all clear cuts. Uh oh. Like I think there's a definitive like one two three four five. Like <laughs> what if I don't have that? Easy, easy one two. Okay. And then like three and four you can switch and five like you fucking yeah they suck. I I think there's a clear five. Okay, pirates. Pirates. The only reason I don't say it's a clear five is because the Reds traded fucking everybody. So like the Reds, like Joey Votto sitting there, like like Will Smith in the Fresh Prince, where he's sitting there and he's got the room and he's like, "What the fuck? Nobody's he, here." He makes some weird TikToks. He's funny though. He who bangs. So here's my NL Central rankings. I'm going Brewers, Cards, Cubs, Reds, Pirates. Yeah. That's what I said. I think there's a clear one too. Brewers pitching staff is best pitching staff in baseball, in my opinion. Their lineup is a bunch of guys who like, like I know Yelich is supposed to be like the star, but even he had a bad last year. But they're just a team where it's like your pitching staff is going to carry you on that team. But then also like they're just a bunch of role players who do their thing. Like there's no like superstar per se on their team. They're just like yeah, we're yeah. just going to fucking go do our thing. So Brewers, I don't, and especially after last year, I don't think there's any reason not to put them. You know, one, Cardinals, again, close to. I think their offense is awesome. They lost a couple pieces, but overall, I think they're fine. Um, Cubs, I think you're just kind of sitting in the middle there. Like, they're the most middle of the pack of teams. Yeah. Like, there's not really anybody. I do think that uh, Seo Suzuki is going to win Rookie of the Year, NL Rookie of the Year. So, fucking put that bet in. Get your jerseys while you can. (laughs) Yeah. Hopefully he doesn't suck like Kosuke Fukudome, <laughs> but whatever. Uh, yeah, but I just think they're middle of the pack. And then Reds, I would put slightly above the Pirates because the Pirates are a dumpster fire, but the Reds are also kind of a dumpster fire. So, yeah. Who knows? All right, moving on to the West. Um, this is the one that I thought was more clear-cut than the Central. This is the, the- oh, This is the one side of the NL that I was like, I can do that without even really having to think. Okay, so this is I, I I can almost get can I try to guess your one, two, three, four, five? Sure. Uh you went Dodgers, Padres, Giants, Rockies, Diamondbacks. Uh I switched the Giants and Padres. Okay. See, that's where I thought that you were just gonna go with the typical uh like you know, Padres on paper look no, really no. good. I went, but I agree with you that I think the Giants will be better than the Padres. I went Dodgers, Giants, Padres, Rockies, Diamondbacks. Yeah, I mean, obviously Dodgers, clear-cut, number one. Um, but Padres and Giants, like, you can make an argument for either one of them to be number two. But again, it's like the same thing as the Braves were like, until the Giants lose it, I'll still give it to them. Um Padres, I think, are still very good, but the NL West—they're just a team that the the Padres is a team that's constantly disappointed. The NL West is just a division full of teams that I could root for outside of like if I, if the White Sox never existed. No, Dodgers are starting to get into that like fuck you range. I I would I if the White Sox didn't exist, I would just be a fan of the NL West. Nah, I've said this before. I'll, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I'd be a Braves fan. 
And I said that before they won the World Series last year too. And you can go back and look or go back and listen to any podcast because I 1,000% said that. Yeah. And I'll stick by that. I did. Dude, I was doing some research this afternoon. I looked up one, two, three, four, five, six different websites all projecting the Dodgers to win the World Series. Yeah. I mean, on paper. So by, yeah, by that though, I don't think they're going to win. Yeah, no. I mean, on paper, and this is like, you're, you, it's going to sound like an over-exaggeration. I don't think it is. On paper, I think they have the best lineup top to bottom in like the history of baseball. Yep. Yep. Like, no joke. And that and that's saying a lot to beat like the team of like Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig, and like fucking Yogi Bear on, the, on one team. Three fucking clear-cut Hall of Famers, like, almost best ever to do it at their Legends. positions. And they were all on the same team, and you're fucking tech—you're telling me that, like, this Dodgers team is, like, top to bottom better? I would—you know, I would agree with you. Yeah, I wrote them down. 538, Sporting News, Pakoda, MLB, ESPN, and CBS all have projected the Dodgers to win the World Series. I'm glad that ESPN did. Because ESPN, as much as they're like the worldwide leader of sports, when they make predictions, they don't know dick. Uh, yeah, their their uh, college football uh, recruit rankings, I think, might be worse than baseball. Yeah, exactly. They don't know shit when it comes to actually like diving deep into a sport. They're like the jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah, you know, like they really do, they know a little bit about everything, but don't know a lot about it. All right, so we covered the National League. Let's jump on over to the good side, the American League, mm-hmm. AL East. Am I still going first on everything? Or? Sure. Okay. Um, I have a one, four, and five in my two and three I'm deciding between. Okay, so see, the thing is with, uh, with the AL East especially, I think one and five, in my opinion, are kind of, are Five is obviously clear. It's the Orioles. Let's just yep. be honest with you. Yep. Um, and then I think, like, to me, there should be a number four, but they always surprise me. Okay. If I you know what I'm it. saying? I got, I got mine. Okay. Uh, Blue Jays, one. Yep. Tampa Bay, two. Wow. New York, three. Ooh, okay. Boston, four. Okay. See? This is where this is this is going to be our most controversial one, because I think I I agree with you Blue Jays one, and I agree with you Orioles five. I got the Red Sox at two. Okay. I mean you listen their their pitching staff is still their pitching staff and it's not the best. You're missing Chris Sale for a little bit at the beginning here, but you signed Trevor Story so your offense gets better, and it's again it's a lot like the Braves where like. If you haven't done anything to lose that spot, I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna give it away, you know. And they they fucking were in the wild card. They beat the Yankees. They fucking made a run. So like, I I still got faith in the Red Sox. I mean the Green Monster. <laughs> fucking sure. <laughs> uh, I actually had the Yankees as my number two team, but uh, nah, fuck the Yankees, dude. Yeah, I just I I had to go with the Rays. See, I think I think the Rays the Rays were my number four because like again, but it's but this is like the mo of the Rays. Like they don't have 
literally anybody that's that good. That's like a star. Besides like Wanda Franco. But then it's like every fucking year, they're just way better than they're supposed to be. Right. So like on paper, I'd put them at the, the fourth best team in that division. When it all comes down to it, they got to be fucking cheating when it comes to their pitching staff, dude. <laughs> I swear to fucking God. <laughs> every pitcher, documentary every pitcher that goes there is like Jesus Christ himself. Yeah. It's like, how the fuck did you get so good all of a sudden? And they got Corey Kluber, who was like former Cy Young. So like he's going to – like Corey Kluber hasn't been good for like three-plus years. He probably will win the Cy Young this year. I know I said Dylan Cease, but like fucking Corey Kluber's just gonna be like, hey, back to myself of not being myself for three years. Yep. It doesn't make any sense. But yeah, I think Blue Jays are obviously a extremely good team. I'm still gonna give it to the Red Sox number two. Yankees three, Rays four, Orioles five. So is that that is that our most mixed up one? Probably, yeah. Okay. I'm interested to see what you put for the central. Yeah, yeah. So for the central, one and five are locks, and two, three, and four is just a coin flip in my mind. Okay, see, this is going to be funny because I I know you said the five's a lock. I think I might – I think I'm going to disagree with you. Probably, that, that you, you do on most things that I say. <laughs> yeah, but, like, for the most part, like, obviously there's, there's you know, like teams like the ALDs where it's like, yeah, fucking the Orioles are the worst team by far. I don't think there's that in the AL Central. I don't think there's a by far worse team. Okay, well, obviously we got the White Sox locked in at one. Yeah, easy. Like I said, my two, three, and four, I can I could hear an argument for any position of these. Um, oh, let's see. Okay. All right, I'm 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 gonna follow the arrows that I drew. I'm going White Sox one, Detroit Tigers two, Minnesota Twins three, the newfound Guardians four, and the Kansas City Royals five. Okay, that's there's there's only one that I disagree with you, and the Guardians aren't the same since they've become the Guardians, and they will be in last place this year. Oh, that's fine. If I'm only one spot off on them. I had I, at first when I was going through them, I wrote them down as the number two. The Guardians, not nah, fuck them, dude. They got Jay Ram, and that's it. Shane Bieber can suck my ass. James Karinchek can literally go fuck himself. He stinks. I hate him. So I, I, baseball career wise, I hope you get shelled every time you pitch, you slimy dirt ball. Um. So and I hope your team sucks. So hope you finish last. Um. Yeah, White Sox number one. I do think the Tigers could be number two. They're bringing up the Torkelson. Yeah, that's why That's why they got the bump there, because I love Spencer Torkelson. Yeah, well, he's going to be a fucking pain in the ass to deal with. I know. Um, and I think Twins, you know, going to be the Twins. The pitching staff isn't the best. I did read something right before we started recording that they're trying to trade for Chris Paddock, which I don't like, because Chris Paddock is actually pretty decent. Um so if they do trade for him, hope they give up a lot in return. But other than that, I'm not really worried about the Twins, um, even with Carlos Correa. The Royals, I think, are another team where like they've got a bunch of role players and a bunch of guys that just kind of piss you off. And they're bringing up Bobby Witt Jr., who's a fucking absolute animal. He's got literally a Mike, Mike Trout swing. 
Hey. Like, okay. it's fucking, dude, like, there's a video of them two having to swing next to each other. It's, like, even the way they leave the box after they hit the ball is the exact same. Like, I think he's an absolute fucking stud. Same thing with Spencer Torkelson, where, like, he's going to be a pain in the ass to deal with for the next couple of years. Um, for a long time. He's going to have a he's gonna have a good MLB career. Who, Spencer Torkelson? Yeah. I'm calling that right now. I almost just want to say he's going to suck just so that, like, if he does, <laughs> I can be right. <laughs> like, I, that, okay, clip this. He's going to be, I don't think he's going to suck. End the clip. New clip. I think he's going to suck ass. <laughs> I think he's going to be one of the biggest busts that there is. Uh, yeah, I think he's going to be out of the league two, three years. All right, and both clips. Now we'll just splice those two up, and depending on how he does, <laughs> we'll fucking put whatever clip out there we need. Yeah, yeah. All right, moving on to the West, last division here. This is another one where I'm going to be very interested to see what you put. I think there's a clear dog shit team in this division too. The A's. Yeah. Dude, you want to know something that was funny? You want, And this is a legitimately true stat that I saw. Um. She talked about how I played. I play MLB The Show a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so anybody who has bought MLB The Show 22 that just came out, so it came out April 5th. Uh, it's what, April 6th as we're recording this? Correct? The 6th or 7th? It's the 6th as we're recording. It's the 8th as you're listening. Okay. So you're listening to this on April 8th. I bought MLB The Show on April 5th. I spent more money this offseason than the Oakland A's. On the video game? Just in general. Now the A's, I the A's know. <laughs> spent zero dollars, dude. Zero. They spent zero dollars. You know how fucking hard that is to spend zero dollars? You know how we had the conversation in a very early on Shed Some Light episode about the different stats that we wanted to know about ourselves? I would like to know the actual amount of money that I spend in a given off season. Yeah. Like 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 from the last White Sox game until the first White Sox game. What did I spend in that off season? <laughs> yeah. But dude, that's that's a, that's nuts. Yeah. I spent more money on a video game than the Oakland A's did to improve their team in the offseason. That's fucking pathetic, dude. You should be forced to sell your team if you spend zero dollars in the offseason. <laughs> like, swear to God, the MLB should be like, all right, owners, like, Do get the fuck something. out of here. Like, you guys are, like, they should just evict you. Yeah. Like, they, they, there should be guys in suits that knock on the owner's door. And they just show up and they're like, get the fuck out, dude. Out. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Zero dollars? Yeah. Zero? Real you tough. couldn't even fucking... They didn't even give anybody an extension. They just fucking said, nope, not doing any of it. They said, uh, hey, run it back. The fucking... We'll just blow it up. <laughs> All right, so here's my AL West rankings. I'm going Astros, unfortunately. And I hate the Astros hate them astros at one angels at two mariners at three rangers at four a's at five mike trout getting a good good glory year here 
I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I was I've I've I was debating this, and I was like, do I do I make the bold prediction? I'm going with the Mariners to win the AL West. I'm going the Mariners take it all. Wow, dude, they got a lot better. They got fucking Robbie Ray. You get Jesse Winker, Eugenio Suarez. They're bringing up Julio Rodriguez, like one of the top prospects in baseball. You still have Kyle Lewis. You got Jared Kelnick, too, who's another top prospect. Like, I think they are going to be, I'm like very, very high on the Mariners. Okay. I think they're going to be fucking very good. Um, And then this is more of like a spite thing, but I also could see this happening. I agree with you. I got the Angels, too. I like the Angels. Yeah. You know who they signed? Aaron Loop. Oh. How you doing? I'm be, I'll be busting out my... I got some Mike Trout socks. I got a Mike Trout jersey. I got it. I'm, I'm I got busting it. that out. I have an actual jersey. Um, Sorry, we're not all rich. Got it for 20 bucks on uh, from a <laughs> Chinese website. Uh, yeah, no, I like the Angels. I think, obviously, the biggest thing with them... And it's always been there starting pitching. I think it's gonna their best like starting pitcher to me is Noah Syndergaard, and he hasn't pitched in like a year and a half. So like depending on how good he is, this kind of ride them. I think the Astros got worse. I don't think they got much worse. Um, like I still think their pitching is really good, but obviously losing Correa, like you're getting worse automatically by then. Uh, you still have you know Jordan, Kyle Tucker, Alex Bregman, Altuve, and all them. Um, but I, I think they're going to be a little bit worse this year without Correa. Yeah, I'll, you know, fuck it. I'm going to go out there and say it, too. I think Altuve has, like, a shit year this year. I would love that. And I also just fucking hate Altuve, too. So that's another reason why I think he's going to have a shit year. I hate the Astros in general. Uh, so I, I'm gonna just going to predict that Jose Altuve has just a down in the dumps here. Perfect. And I'll, I'll fucking dance on his baseball grave. Second he starts to suck, like, for an entire year... I am doing an Irish jig on that man's baseball grave. Uh, every Astros game at guaranteed rate field, we need to be at this. Yeah, year. fuck them, dude. Fuck them to the moon. All right, so there you go. Those are all. And our... then yeah, Rangers four, uh, A's five. A's five. Those are our our baseball predictions from two guys who one of us kind of knows baseball and one of us doesn't. I know baseball. A <laughs> uh, couple other things that I was uh, that I had here while doing some research. So I'm just going to run through the websites that I was looking on, give you some facts. Okay. Um, so starting off with ESPN, the worldwide leader in sports, they obviously, as I mentioned, have the Dodgers winning. White Sox received the third amount of votes, third highest amount to win the World Series, though, so not terrible. Uh, MLB.com also had the Dodgers winning. Uh, Pakoda has the White Sox finishing 91 and 71, winning the division by seven games. I don't hate that. Not bad. Um, Sporting News has the White Sox finishing 94 and 68. Sounds a lot better. I like that. It really does. Not having 70 losses. Right, right. <laughs> like, you, you could straight up be like, they're going to be like 92 and 70, and then you could be like, they're going to be 93 and 69. I'd be like, whoa, yeah. how you doing? A lot yeah. better there. Sounds a lot better. So 94 and 68 with the fourth best chances of winning the World Series. 
And then 538 has um, the White Sox tied for fourth in their overall record. They also have them finishing 91 and 71. Yeah. I'll take it. Sorry. Actually, in fourth place, there was a long tie for third. What do you mean a long tie? Well, they have the Yankees, Blue Jays, and Astros all finishing with the exact same record. All right. I'm going to say this now, and I'm not. This is not even because I'm a Yankee hater. I don't fucking think the Yankees are that good. We'll see. The Yankees, besides Aaron Judge, are just a. and Anthony Rizzo are just a collection of people that I fucking hate. Anthony. Like, Donaldson, fuck yourself. John Carlos Stanton, I like you when you play for USA Baseball. Besides that, go fuck yourself, too. <laughs> uh, Garrett Cole, eat every dick. Araldis Chapman, you fucking suck. What's like, uh, every one of them. Brett Gardner. Oh, God, don't get me fucking <laughs> started on Brett Gardner. He He's a free agent still, by the oh. way. Nice, nice. Don't know if he's going to sign back with the Yankees, but fuck him, Is, even uh, if he doesn't. Luke Voigt's no longer on the team, right? Nope, he's on the Padres. There you go. I could, I could get behind Luke Voigt on the West Coast. But the thing is, but the thing is, because because I loved Luke Voigt on the Yankees because <laughs> he was the typical like he. If you would have told me he grew up in the Bronx, I'd believe you. <laughs> he's he's the he's the uh, East Coast asshole on the West yeah, Coast. He's that guy you motherfuckers. So now I can get behind him. <laughs> yeah. No, I was behind. I was actually behind him on the Yankees. Nah. Because he was funny as fuck. I was like, dude, this guy <laughs> is just the fucking like. That was the guy. You know how like Lance Lynn looks like the guy that we pulled out of the like. That's Luke Voigt looks like the guy they pulled out of like. He's a meathead from like Long Island. That yeah. was like, a hey, fucking dude. You want me to hit home Playing runs? For the Yankees. I'll fucking just swing the bat. I'll hit the home run. That's what I'll fucking do. Like that's Luke Voigt. And now that he's on the fucking West Coast, it's like he's trying. To, he probably tries to like fight a lot of people out there. I was like, Yo, dude, chill out, man. It's like, oh fucking, what you say to me? Yeah, yeah. All right, well. Uh, I don't know about you, but that's enough baseball talk for me. I do love good baseball. <laughs> um, Bulls clinch the playoffs, but they're they're not playing very well. Uh, yeah. Can we? Should we just hold like a funeral for them? I, get, I mean, they're I mean, they're dead. I'm still seeing red. Don't get me wrong, but like, I'm, I also want to be a little bit of a realist here. Lonzo's not coming back. Lonzo's out for the rest of the year. Yep. This was this was this Golf. was good. This was a good year. It showed us the potential that we can have. Again, similar with the White Sox, just got to stay healthy. Yeah. Next year is the year. <laughs> Said every Chicago sports fan ever, no matter what sport you're a fan of. <laughs> next year's the year. That's where I wish we had a visual <laughs> element to that podcast. That's where you give them the, like next year's the year, and you like, <laughs> the old eyebrow raise. Uh, also, this weekend the Masters going on right now as you're listening. Who's winning? Shout out to Tiger Woods. <laughs> I think... Uh, hey, Brooks, keep cat. I, yeah, I like Brooks. I think Jordan Spieth is probably playing pretty well right now. Uh, uh, What's his name? Sahith Tagala. <laughs> <laughs> Some think, people I come think, for Tiger. I come for Sahith Tagala. Uh, Shout out to Bob Best Sports. You know what I'm saying? Look out for Max Homa. Given the positive vibes, given the 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 fans a little hat tip on eighteen, dude, almost had a hole in one yeah. on on Wednesday. Yeah, 
I was pretty fucking nuts. Did you did you uh, hear his interview with uh, Pardon My Take? No, I did not. If uh, if he's feeling well when he finishes his round on Friday, he's gonna give the listeners like some sort of little hat flip. Nice. <laughs> we love Max Homa. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I I love the Masters. I'm so excited to be to be watching them as as you're listening to this. Beautiful. And then uh, Georgia. I like that commercial more than I actually like the Masters. I'll be honest with you. The Masters coming in April, dude. It's just like the slow pain, and then they go into that song, Georgia. Yeah, Georgia. I'm gonna go fucking let me turn on the Masters for ten seconds, big time. And then a couple things for Notre Dame football. One real quick, uh, Braylon James announcing his commitment soon. So soon, do we have a date? Uh, I thought it was the ninth. Or did I read that wrong somewhere? I did not hear a specific date. He I thought just, it was a ninth, but I, I I could be mistaken. He just tweeted commitment coming soon, so we'll see how that plays out. Also, 2023 home opener, Notre Dame schedules Tennessee State. Did you see this? Yeah, there's a lot of controversy around this. Yeah, so it's Notre Dame's first FCS opponent. Mm-hmm. They're also an HBCU. Yeah, this was, uh, as much as I hate to say it, this was a... Very clear divide in the old and new fans in Notre Dame. Yeah. Um, and you could tell real quick. I mean, I don't have a problem with it. Neither do I. I like it. And it's cool that uh, Eddie George is the yeah. coach. Yep. Like, it's not like... I mean... I saw I saw one tweet that was fucking so pitiful. It was like, what? We couldn't find a fucking Mac school to play? It was like, dude, holy shit, you suck. If you're if that's your fucking argument of not playing Tennessee State, you're a fucking loser, dude. Yeah, no, I mean I'm excited. I think it'll me be cool. Me too. Yeah, me too. I think it'll be fucking awesome. And I hate the people that are also saying like, oh, it's like a political statement. No, it's not, dude. Like, shut the fuck up. Every like, almost ninety nine percent of Division one teams play in FCS school. Like, it's cool that Tennessee State gets the chance to uh, yeah. to come to South Bend. The only thing that I have a problem with is, have you seen their logo? No. It looks eerily similar to LSU. It's just like their L has a little check that crosses to make it a T. Oh, yeah, shit, fuck. Ooh. Like, how is, one, how is that not copyright? And two, LSU? Yeesh. Like, come on now. Maybe that's why we schedule them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like fuck the closest thing to LSU. <laughs> that's Tennessee State. Yeah. Eat every dick. There you go. Uh, yeah, that's that's a tough logo. Yeah. All right. I but I also as much as that's a tough logo, I would like to also tip my hat to whoever came up with that logo yeah. because that's the ultimate <laughs> fake until you make it. Like that fucking guy, that, guy, that he, guy. He pressed that copy guy, and paste and then he drew a line. That guy woke up one morning hung over as fuck forgot that he had to present the logo <laughs> to be like the university's logo and was like fuck dude what do i do and then his roommate who is also hung over was like dude you know we are the tigers and like we're tsu instead of lsu and the guy was like why don't you just fucking put a little right through the l and call it the day and the guy's like you know what fuck it that's what i'm gonna do better than nothing and he went there and he was like here's what i got and they were like, you know what? 
this is pretty similar to the LSU logo. And he's like, what? What are you talking Ooh. about? I don't know. And they're like, all right, fuck it. Yeah, it's cool with me. Yep. That, and that's exactly how the TSU logo came up. Yep. So I did tip my hat to whoever fucking made that. I respect it. I would have done the same. It's not bad. Not bad. Yeah. Also, a little Notre Dame. Uh, they get uh, Harvard transfer, who's supposed to go to Minnesota. First team all Ivy League D tackle. Uh, what's his name? Chris something? I forgot to write it down. Hold on. Chris something. But I don't think he's going to be any. Chris he's not, Smith. Yeah. The most generic name. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be like a star, but I think he adds a, a lot of uh, like D line depth. Yeah, which we need, yep. and I think he's a big, like he's a big boy. I want to say he's like six two, like three something. Like yeah. he's a he's a run stopper, which is one of the things that I think. Not that we've lacked, but like we lacked like the big dude to just be like, hey, plug a hole. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and I think he'll be that guy. So I like it. And if you can always flip a guy from Minnesota, not that I have anything against Minnesota, but I just love flipping people from other schools. Like it makes <laughs> it so much more enjoyable. Like not only are you coming to Notre Dame, but we, you also said, fuck whatever school you are originally like, yeah, I like this school a lot, which makes me happy. That's fair. Um, do you have any other sports that you want to touch on? I don't think so. All right. We ready to get back into our top 100 things? Yeah, I'm down. Rip them. All right, let me get the list pulled out here. I believe last episode, if uh, if I'm correct, we ended at number 61, December 5th, 1993, the day Prohibition ended? Yep. Okay. So we're moving into the top 60 today. and uh, This is what you've been waiting for. We'll be covering 60 through 41 on today's show. And at... Number 60. Oh, by the way, if you haven't heard the uh, 100 through 61, go back and listen to the last two episodes. We'll get It'll get you all caught up there. At number 60, in the top 100 things, we have the plunger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I like that. I'm not, no argument there. Very fair. Yeah. Very fair. And again, I'm trying not, I, I will not give my opinions beforehand. Yeah. I'm going to say them and then, and then we'll discuss. Yes. I'll have a good plunge. Okay. Yeah, so no complaints. Plunger coming in at 60, I feel like appropriately ranked. Definitely like one of the top 100 things ever. Ma- like, okay, so then imagine not having a plunger. Right. Got to reach down there with your hand. Tough. I ain't doing that. <laughs> That's why the fucking plunger's now, here. Now, here's here's my one ideas guy, not execution guy thought here. How have we not evolved into something better than a plunger? And I'm thinking something like a like a pressure washer type thing that just like shoots a rocket full of air down there, just <laughs> clears your toilet. I think it'd be tough with the water, no? Like the water would just like splash everywhere. Mm, maybe I I think you need a long enough. Whoop I think you just on need one of, of those. Uh, what are those pipe cleaners? You just get a fucking a long. Mass- oh God, no! And you, just, and you just push it. No, no, no! I would rather have a plunger. That yeah. thing would get things would get stuck on your pipe cleaner. That's gross. You which way do you gotta 
push it down so that when you bring it back up, it doesn't bring anything. It's got to be so, like, it's got to have bristles that are arrows pointing up so when you push it down, it doesn't suck anything back uh, up. Yeah. All right. Maybe maybe we're good with the plunger. Yeah. Plunger's good. All right. Uh, moving on to number 59 is uh, leaning in to kiss a girl. Debatable. <laughs> So this is one that I marked down as him showing his collegeness. Yeah. Uh, Listen, because that can be a great thing or it can be a fucking terrible thing. Well, what what about like the actual kiss? Like that's that's I feel like no, better okay. than leaning you, in. No, no, no. You know what? I'm actually going to agree with him on this now that I've thought this out because the lean in is when you get the the tingling in your balls. You're like, this could end great, or this can end horribly. Nah. If you're just taking the act of doing the lean, which is what I'm going off of, like, I'm just taking it for what it is, the actual lean in. That's like, you know what? I'm feeling good about myself right now. I'm feeling good about the situation. I'm going to lean in, and that's awesome. That's a pressure-packed moment. I I would go for the kiss, because then it's like, pressure gone. No, no, no. But I, Touchdown, I, I, I want to. Pl- I want a little like. I want a little pressure. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I want to know if I can rise to the occasion or not. I so I, I I'm in on it. I'm I'm in on that. I like it. All right. So that's 59. This is I'm 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 calling an audible here. 58. I'm gonna say this ahead of time and just preface this. I think you're gonna hate this pick, and I absolutely love it. At 58, gas station pizza. thoughts you're really pondering this one sheesh i think it's good dude i have no complaints with that i'm gonna i'm gonna disagree just because i like i don't remember the last time i've had gas station pizza mine was ever mine was about a year ago Okay, yeah. See, that's why it's a bad pick. There's there's no shot you haven't done something in a year and and can genuinely rank it top 100 things. It's good when you have it, though, as long as you don't abuse it. Again, it's not bad in and of itself. It's a, it's a bad pick to be where it is at the moment. I, I have no complaints. I like it. He rated it over shoes. <laughs> in the Louisiana Purchase. Shoes. <laughs> well, let's just take a moment to realize that. that That's over shoes. Yeah. By like 20 picks, too. Shoes were back at 72. That's like 14 picks he rated <laughs> that higher than shoes. Yeah. All right. 58, gas station pizza. 57, scholastic book fairs. <laughs> Fuck yes, dude. <laughs> so in on that, dude. Yeah, those, so those things were awesome back in the day. And I never really bought a ton of books either. Like, I was never, like, I, like I'd like i buy maybe one or two. The best part was, like, the middle of it, where it just have all the random, like, pencil toppers and shit. Yeah, some grippers, yeah. some erasers. I got oh, a couple sweet posters. Dude, yes, yes. I, yeah, I actually really did buy books. <laughs> right? You never really bought the books. You'd always go and look at them, too. Uh, but then it was also the best, because you have to go and, like, ask your parents, like, hey, can I have, like, you know... 10 bucks for the scholastic book fair that i'm about to go to right right you go scout it out 
Then you go home, ask your parents. Then you go back the next day. They're like, yeah. oh, you're back? You got some money? <laughs> yeah, go at the end of lunch, you know? Yeah. Dude, remember those like little, uh, they were like magazines? You'd bring home and you would like check off the boxes of what you'd want? Oh, yeah. What the fuck were those? Was that part of the book fair? Because um, those were sick. And then they'd come in, and you'd feel like a baller when you would go home with a ton of shit. That, that, dude, that was like Amazon pre-Amazon. Yeah, dude, it really was. <laughs> like, you can order anything, but it has to be in this magazine. Yeah, dude, that shit was fucking... That was... that was. I don't know if that was with the book fair or not, but that was fucking awesome. Yeah, that was sweet. All right, moving on. 56, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> dude. Oh, CTC, dude. Any day of the week. That's one of those ones where, like, you and you know what I'll tell you, taste it tastes different when you have it like this. When you can get the little peel off the top from the fucking hotel, oh, it yes, tastes yes, different, yes, dude. I fully agree with like that. cinnamon toast crunch is like, in my opinion, by far and away the number one cereal, and it tastes even better when you can get it from the hotel where you peel off the top of it, and it's in the little like plastic bowl almost yeah taste the, even the better. only thing that pisses me off about those hotel bowls of cinnamon toast crunch is that it's like gone in two, two bites. bites yeah like i need that thing like quadruple size oh dude <laughs> don't get me wrong i'm scooping at least three like i'm fucking letting it rock and then also you don't see this a lot with the uh with the with the hotels anymore but sometimes you do it's like the combination of like the best of both worlds when you can get the peel off cinnamon toast crunch with the uh with the box milk that you gotta fold the one oh, end yes. you gotta peel it open and, and fold it back that's elite dude the box the box chocolate milk oh, at lunch come on during now. elementary school that's better elite. than the scholastic book fair right there elite put mark that one down as 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 things that better be in the top 100 the fucking I'm, I'm keeping box my list. chocolate I'm milk keeping my list boxed chocolate milk okay so we'll revisit that once uh once the list is over here moving on we are at number 55 <clears throat> quizlet i i would i actually agree with this i i used quizlet a lot in college what uh you never been on quizlet before is it like the note card type yeah. thing Oh, used it a lot in college, and a lot of times too. Shout to whoever would put these on Quizlet. You could get the answers to a lot of tests. Yeah, yeah. I trust. I used it a fuck ton in college, so I got no problem with it where it is right now. I'd put Chegg over the top of it because <laughs> Chegg really gave it the answer. So That's... Chegg, Chegg was the only reason I passed physics in college. Straight up. Oh, all right. There you go. So I'll I'll give Chegg a little bit higher of a ranking than that, but Quizlet's a close two, so I don't I don't hate where Quizlet is. Okay, I mean I got I have no opinion there. That's just very neutral for me. Um, moving on to fifty four, um, when you wake up in the middle of the night and the George Lopez intro is playing on the TV. <laughs> okay, but see this is one, this is one that's a hit or a miss. Because either one, it's awesome, 
or two, you wake up in a full fucking panic because that thing's blaring as fucking loud as it is. Dude, you could have you could have your TV volume on fucking one. The lowest the little thing could be. That music hits for that shit, and that thing's on 120 is the sound, dude. I swear to God. It's the loudest fucking intro of all time. Everyone's bouncing on the trampolines. Yeah. So, like... I, I, I agree with the nostalgia factor of it, but, like, I've woken up many a times in, like, a full panic and being like, what the fuck is so loud right now? <laughs> fucking George Lopez jumping on a trampoline yeah, on my TV. Yeah, the producer on that one just cranked the volume to, like, 400%. Yeah. I swear it, dude. It, was, it, was, it didn't matter how low your TV volume was. That thing was always fucking 120. Yeah. Yeah. All right, moving on to number 53, we have Red Solo Cups. No argument there. Versatile. Versatility, right? There. Yeah, really. Like you can, you can drink, do a little bit of everything. Play, play games. games. You can make the uh, the telephone with yep. a wire down the middle. Have of you them. actually ever done anyone? Nope. Of those? Yep. I was about to say. I don't even think that works. Uh, you can use them to hold things. Other things. I don't know. You can write your name on them. Yeah. You know what they say? Red Solo Cup. I, I fill, fill you up. up. Let's have a party. There you so, go. you know, can't argue with the Red Solo Cup. All right. At number 52, he has this list. I'm going to reserve judgment on this. It ain't finished, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Fitting that it's, like, just below, like, it's it's rated higher than average, like, higher number-wise. So he's not saying that it's, like, in the top half of the list. <laughs> I mean, listen, he's got it higher than shoes again, so... <laughs> I don't know about that. 20 spots ahead of shoes. That's that's banana lands. I haven't, then, haven't busted out that word in a while. Yeah. Fuck you, Ryan. <laughs> Hope you're listening. <laughs> Moving on to uh, number 51. So he follows the list that he's making at number 51 with asthma inhalers. Uh, that's a big jump right there. Yeah, I've never really used is. an asthma inhaler, but like I feel like the people that need them need them. Yeah, so. it's, yeah, it's one of those. I had asthma as a kid and it just went away. I don't know if that. I don't know if that was a thing. But I low-key kind of hated my asthma inhaler when I was a kid. Why? Also, I didn't have the normal asthma inhaler. Like I, you know how it's like normally the like the like you push it down from the mm-hmm. top. I didn't have that. I would shake mine up, and then where I would push down, I had a little lever, and I would flick. Like it was almost like a light switch. I would flick it up into like the on position, and then I would suck in. And when I sucked in, it would shoot a burst of air into my mouth, and then the lever would go back down. Hmm. Yeah, beats me. I don't know if I'd put it higher than this list, but all right. <laughs> to each their own. There you go. There you go. All right. Cracking top 50 at number 50. Granite countertops. No. That's pretty dis- bougie. Disagree. Disagree. Way too high. I don't give a fuck, dude. Yeah, right now. Yeah, but I still don't give a fuck ever. Nah, a nice granite countertop is pretty good. Especially if it's like... Look at that countertop like, right but there. Like, yeah, but like not really, dude. 
Like, I could just get something that looks like granite and have it not be granite, and it'd be the same fucking thing. I think I think if he would have dropped that in, like, the 100 through 80, that would have been a good pick. 50, I agree, it's too high, but it definitely should make the list. I don't think it should. We're like talking, you're, we're talking top 100 things. I ain't putting granite countertops anywhere near the top 100, <laughs> dude. And I don't think anybody that's older would either. We're talking top 100 things. It can make, it can make things, things in, in the house. world. Things. Top 100 things. Granite countertop ain't sniffing it, dude. I think that's. I think that might be one of his worst picks. Well, you haven't heard 49. Okay, hit me. Um, tooth Tunes Toothbrushes. I never had one of those as a kid, but I wanted one. There is no shot that that should sniff the top 100. It, the nostalgia no factor? shot. Dude, I remember seeing the commercials for that when I was a kid. I was like, this is the coolest fucking thing I've ever seen in my entire life. You remember those? When you were brushing your teeth, they play the song? Yeah, I... That's fucking sick. I haven't thought about those in... I haven't thought about granite countertops ever. I can guarantee you I've thought about granite countertops more frequently than I've thought about Tooth Tunes toothbrushes. But I gotta give them the nostalgia factor. That's no. that's I pretty think, sick. I think that's a terrible pick. I I kind of like it. I again, I like the pick. I don't like the placement of said pick. I don't like it at all. Nor do I think I even had a desire for that as a kid. That says a lot about you, though. I'm just I'm going to the bathroom to brush my teeth. I don't need to be having music blasting out oh, of my toothbrush. Dude, that says so much about you. Like that's a perfect encapsulation <laughs> of you. Like I want to be fucking jamming when I'm brushing my teeth, dude. No, I'm going and in if there to I take care of business. If I don't want to fucking play it on my phone and I can just brush my teeth and I got you know, like Icky Vicky playing in the background or my shiny teeth and me by Chip Skylark, you know what I'm saying? Come on. That's sick. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. On to number 48, slip and slides. Oh. Big Underrated. Time. Big time. I'll never not do a slip and slide. Slip and slides are awesome. I don't give a fuck how old I am. Yeah. I'm like, dude, and it doesn't even have to be like an actual slip and slide. Give me a tarp, some soap, and some water, and I'm fucking cooking down that thing. So dude. last year we made a, a 40-foot tarp slip and slide with soap going down a hill this year we've added more tarps we're going for like 60 plus feet of slip and slide action this summer dude the toughest part with the slip and slide is the stop oh yeah yeah I it's know. like that's, dude like i'm why, just gonna eat like my shoulders are just gonna eat shit onto the grass that's why we got more tarps to try and because we're going down this hill and we the first time around we just kind of went that far down the hill now we're trying to get to the bottom of the hill so that it at least slows us down a little bit bro like you're still just gonna eat shit oh i know you got you gotta have like as long as the hill is down you need like two to three <laughs> times that length just to stop yeah i think that honestly might be like uh like whenever it get, comes around where i'm you know looking to have a girlfriend when I'm like 26, 27, I think that's going to be one of those things that's like a deal breaker. 
if I if but, if it's like the summer, like nice day, we got a nice like tarp going. I'm like, hey babe, let's make a slip and slide. And she's like, what are you a fucking child? I'm gonna be like, all right, this isn't gonna work. <laughs> I'm not doing this. Yeah, like you got to be able to rip a slip and slide any day of the week. That's right. Regardless of age. Absolutely. I might like later in life. I might like tear my hip going down a slip and slide, but I'm gonna be like, I was having a great time before that. It was fun while it lasted. Fucking, I was no regrets there. Right, right. Moving on, number forty-seven, SpongeBob ice creams, as long as they have more than two bubble gum eyes. (laughs) So this is. Because this is tough because, like, the Spongebob ice cream, when you go up to the ice cream truck, was always like, dude, I want the Spongebob ice cream because it looked like the picture was fucking awesome. And then you'd get, like, no offense, like a, like a little Down Syndrome Spongebob out there when you actually open up the thing and you were like, well, this doesn't look anything like the fucking picture. Can you say that? Yeah, dude, it was looking each way. Yeah, uh, I don't think I ever had those either. It just disappointed me every time more than anything. Like, I always looked forward to it, and then it always disappointed me. Also, why does bubblegum and ice cream go together? Like, how am I supposed to, like, eat around it, then get to the eye, then have to chew yeah. the bubblegum, and then keep eating the ice cream? That doesn't make any sense, hence why I never got it. I got it. It would just disappoint me every single time. So yeah. I think it's a little bit overrated. Yeah. All right, uh, at 46, chicken tenders. No argument there. That if is not uh, higher. That's 31 spots ahead of chicken wings, though. Yeah, and I would agree with that. And I'll tell you why. The con- it's the consistency. Like I, like, we, like I said, when we, when we had chicken wings, the inconsistency is what, what holds me back. Yeah. Very rare have I ever had a bad chicken tender. I don't even know if I have had a bad chicken tender. That's it's the consistency, you know? Yeah. yeah. The Carl of chicken. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody listens to Wednesday's episode. I was, it took me like a split second to put that together. I was like, what are you talking Very about? Very consistent. All right, moving on. Number 45, towels. Yeah, love them. Need them. Dude, but this is, I think I I think I was talking to you, and I know Sierra disagrees with me on this. I'm not sure about you. Yeah, we've talked about this. I need a little roughness to my towel. Yeah. I don't want it super soft, dude. This was on another podcast, too. Most guys like that. Yeah, dude. Girls I, don't. It's like the super plush. Yeah. Dude, like hotel towels, it's like a little bit rough. Those Sweet. are the best towels, dude. Yeah, those things are really good. One, they're a little bit rough, but two, like, dude, I could be dripping wet coming out of the shower like I am. I do like one pass on my arm. Shit's dry as can be. <laughs> I don't even need to go back for a second time. It's like that's already dry. That is drier than the desert right Dude, there. Dude, yeah. Those towels. I want to know where the hotels get those towels. And I want to buy some. <laughs> yeah, no argument with that. Very versatile, needed, good in my books. At number 44, Pineapple. This I, is like, one, I like pineapples. Yeah, this is one where, like, obviously I'm going to be biased. I'm not the biggest pineapple fan, so I think it's overrated. Again, it all depends on where the rest of, like, the fruits fall into. Yeah, yeah. For people who haven't tried it, uh, if you are a fan of pineapple, throw a little dash of salt on your pineapple. 
Real good. Real good. Okay. Oh, yeah, I, I got no input on this. <laughs> okay, just a couple left here on today's show. At number 43, the <clears throat> the, <coughs> the Papermate number 2 mechanical pencil with the twist top erasers. Yep. You know those? You know what, oh, you know yeah. what I'm talking about? Oh. With the, they're clear with the yep. different colors. Yep. Those Dude, things were elite. I use those to this day. Yeah. They're the best. Yeah. Best mechanical pencil. They got that they got that mega long eraser that you twist and then it you know comes out more at the top once you've erased too much. Are we talking about the ones with the the clicker would, on the side? Yep. Yes. The best. Yeah. The actual best. Those things were real good. Elite. I can't tell you the last time I used them, but they're awesome. I use them to this day. So no complaints there. Moving on. Number forty two. Concrete. Well, yeah <laughs> you need it you can't fucking can't argue with that <laughs> yeah no complaints there i mean everyone uses it everyone needs it and versatility yeah it really is and then at number 41 i'm gonna go ahead and say this is severely underrated football oh yeah way underrated i'd give it top 25 yeah easy number one dude number one i feel like there's gonna be like a fist fight dude <laughs> no fucking way that's number one yeah so that's uh that's the list for today tune like in it. tune in to monday's show we'll be going over 40 through where am i going here 21 is that right yeah i say we go 40 through 25 and then do top 25 all in one show no no we'll we'll go 40 through 21 and then a week from today you'll hear 20 through one okay fine whatever no one put it anyways fuck it <laughs> all right uh i have no dumb thoughts Did you I? perfect that's where we're wrapping up <laughs> shed some light 161 hope everyone has a fantastic weekend catch you all on monday give us a five-star rating interview check out our social media and keep them cold keep them cold everyone